0: Getting an ex back is a two-step process. No contact and after no contact. No contact is the easy part. Although if you have anxiety, it's not so easy. But it's simple because you don't have to do anything. It's afterwards where people screw up. People assume that they just have to hear from their ex and have a conversation and they're back. And that's just not true. Out of all the hundreds of clients I've seen getting back together... That has rarely happened, so if you don't know what you're doing you're gonna screw it up and you'll find yourself back in no contact So let's find out what those top three mistakes are after no contact Hi, this is Lucia with the art of love I'm a dating and relationship expert specializing in helping you get your ex back or to get over your ex and welcome back My beautiful no-contact army to help you stay in no contact. I have an app called silencio and if you haven't downloaded it yet The link is below every single video and every single podcast. It will help you to stay in no contact. And if you too would like to join our no contact army, all you have to do is hit the subscribe button and the bell notification and you're in. And to read our manual, go to nocontactsecrets.com where you can read two free chapters before you purchase the book. Okay, so people who are in no contact because they want to get their ex back, their thought is... Am I going to hear from him? Am I going to hear from her? They think that they just have to hear from their ex and then boom, it's back on. No, that's a very small step in getting the ex back. But because you have high interest and often high anxiety, you think that all you need to do is hear from them and you will automatically be back together. Which leads us to our first mistake assuming that you're automatically back together just because you heard from them. Now, when I say heard from them, because if you've been listening to me, you know you don't respond to insignificant messages. So if you heard from them or ran into them, you're now in contact. So if they left a significant message or they did a significant gesture and you felt, okay, I can break no contact, you're now back in contact. Or if you ran into them, and you spoke to them well, you just broke no contact and you're temporarily back with them. And I have two examples of two clients that this happened to. Um, However, that doesn't mean that you're back together because the reason I'm doing this video is because one of my clients who was in no contact heard from her ex, he did a grand gesture. So she started talking to him, unbeknownst to me, for some reason when people hear from their exes, they just feel, okay, yeah, don't need Lucia anymore. Yeah, we're back. Yeah, sure. And even after the grand gesture, he wasn't trying to see her. He didn't say anything about getting back together. So luckily she got back in touch with me and I put a stop to all that nonsense. And I said, no more texting, stop it. So now she's back in no contact because she didn't do things correctly. She just assumed that they were getting back together. And my other client who I've mentioned in a previous video when he ran into his ex, they sat and had coffee for four hours. Now, you would think if your ex gives you four hours that, hey, we're back on. They want me back. Yeah, no. (laughs) I know. It's crazy. And luckily he was in touch with me the whole time. So I said, well, let's wait and see what she does next. Then she invited him out for coffee again. And I said, do not stay there for four hours this time. I said half an hour at the most. Did he listen? Of course not. (laughs) This time it was three hours. Okay, a little better than four, but still. Were they back on? No. It still took, if I recall correctly, about another month and a half to two months before they were finally back together and actually now they're engaged. So again, people don't make the mistake of thinking, well, we're back in touch, so we're back together. No. Think of your ex as a feral cat, okay? So, with a feral cat, you just because they're in the house, doesn't mean they're going to stay in the house, doesn't mean they're not going to scratch you. Remember, right now they're feral, so you leave the feral cat alone, see what he's going to do, what she's going to do, and then you'll have a better idea as to whether you can keep that cat inside or back outside, because they may very well want to get back together, but Most people are going to try to sneak back in, meaning they're not going to have a conversation. And so until they say something like, I want you back. I made a mistake. Can we talk about getting back together? Can we fix things? Something like that. They have to say it. Don't just assume it. Then just assume you're not back together because if you miss this first step and don't have that conversation, you're going to then make the second mistake, which is not asking the six questions. And I have a video for that. I'll put it in the upper right hand corner on YouTube. And regular listeners of mine, they know what I'm talking about. They know about the six questions. Because otherwise, you're making it way too easy for someone to come back. And they think they can just sneak back in. Anyone who's willing to break up with you once is willing to do it again. Would you ever have broken up with your ex? Probably not. You would have done everything to try and fix whatever was going on and they didn't. They left. So they're probably not gonna have a problem breaking up again. This is why I have the six questions, which they have to answer with great answers, not just with any old answer. And if they do, then you have a better chance of staying together this time. And you also have to discuss the issue or issues that led to the breakup. Again, people want to just sweep everything under the rug, pretend nothing happened. Oh, I just want to get back together. It's not just about getting back together, it's about getting back together correctly or it will fall apart, pretty much guaranteed. And by the way, if you are finding this helpful, if you can give this a thumbs up on YouTube, that way we can help the algorithm, recommend it to other people, and they too can get their ex correctly back or back correctly, whatever. <laughs> All right, and then finally, the third mistake is being impatient to get back together because you want to alleviate your anxiety but as I said this is a process you don't just rush into it when you first started dating you didn't go from first date to fully committed did you I hope not so you don't now go from broken up to back at a hundred you have to start at zero and then slowly back up to a hundred so they are on probation for at least 30 days and you should not be the one reaching out to them. They have to prove to you that they want you back, that they've changed if they needed to change. They need to be the one putting in the effort. So don't be impatient to hurry up and get back to how you were before. It takes time. I know you have anxiety, but if you do it correctly and you get them back correctly, then you won't have to pull away and do no contact all over again. Because if you thought no contact sucks the first time, Wait till you do it the second time, or a third time? <laughs> Hopefully not. Okay, so now I want to hear from you. Have you made any of these mistakes after being in touch with your ex, and which ones did you make? And in the meantime, if you would like my help to get your ex back, contact me at theartoflove.net, and we will send you the rates. They are not on the website, and the direct link is below every single video and podcast. If you found this video helpful, please like, subscribe, and share. If you're listening to this as a podcast, please rate and review. And finally, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens.